Welcome to the Props Public Safety Podcast, where experienced firefighters discuss drone operations in public safety. Take flight, save lives, save service members. Hello, Michael. Hello, John. And how are you today? I'm okay. I'm a little, uh, little under the weather, but I'm gonna gonna make it work. All right, excellent. It's a little crappy over here as yeah, well. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm going out later. I'm gonna celebrate because today's a special day. What day is today, Mike? Today is 20 years. 20 years. That's right. With uh, with our department. Nice. So five. Yep. Yep. 20 years. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. So you're so, going to hit the bricks soon? Yeah, I'm going to hit the bricks soon. It, it, it's still <laughs> early, but you know. <laughs> uh, make, make some poor life choices. You know you know how it goes. Absolutely. Congratulations right? on 20 year veteran with the department. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yep. I wish you many, many more. Yep. Yep. Of retirement. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah. Let's see what happens. Absolutely. Right? Well, kudos to you and congratulations. More importantly, uh, more importantly, what do you have for me today? Today, I didn't have anything planned. Um, so I'm going to just this have is, to shoot from the hip. Yeah, I, I know. And we do this a lot. We shoot from the hip. Yeah. I, I, I like it. Um, I think it adds a sense of, I don't know, like mystery to what okay. the podcast is. I thought you were going to throw out a Jeopardy word for a second. Uh, no, I don't have any Jeopardy. <laughs> I've been building out an operations for uh, the past month and a half now. So, <laughs> and it's finally coming together tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll yeah, see. Good luck. Right yeah. now I'm a little, I'm a little under the weather myself. Yeah, I noticed you have a drone sense hat on today. I, so I, I do. I wear a lot. Discuss to these people that may or may not know that Drone Sense is launching an LTE model for select DJI platforms. Oh boy, should I turn this hat around? Should I? You might want to turn that hat around <laughs> and wear it backwards <laughs> like a Beastie Boy for a little bit because um, this is a big deal. So yeah. LTE models, as we all know, are they're basically you know, cellular modems that are connected to, you know, the drone. And they could do anything from radio communications to sending information uh, back. I'm going to stop you for a second. Sure. Why are they doing this? That's the, that, let's go with that. And we know why. So, but let's explain so, it to everybody else. Uh, so the drone sense LTE module is designed to, Eliminate the radio frequency between the remote control and the drone itself and replace that with LTE, which is cellular or mobile phone connectivity. Okay. So it's pretty much a firewall for it, it could be used right. as a firewall, but I'm seeing probably more along the lines for beyond visual line of sight and drone as a first responder. Okay. So imagine typing in on your remote control, fly to 276 Main Street. And the drone takes off and it flies to 276 Main Street. I see that being the main goal of their whole premise for creating such a platform. I, However, they might have solved the DJI ban. Well, yeah, because, I mean, the drone sense is making a major push for, for DFR. And rightfully so. I mean, it's... It is the wave of the future. It is the next step. It, it is. But like you said, I think it's dual purpose and it could come as a way 
well, loophole to get around the whole DJI ban. Correct. So if, if, if that ban is worded correctly, <laughs> and right. right now it's not. No. Um, for those of uh, the audience that do not know, DroneSense is an operation hub geared directly for drone operations. It does everything from command and control all the way down to how many micro SD cards you have. You can yeah. put it all into the same program. Um, it could actually act as a a mission operation hub, like a similar, very similar to SARCOP uh, in Sandbox, um, is also available to be done with DroneSense. Um, you could import maps. You could, I mean, the DroneSense is almost limit, limitless, yeah. I feel like. Yeah. It is by far, hands down, the best when it comes to, you know, everything in one place. I agree with that. I'm going to play devil's advocate, though, even though I have a DroneSense hat on. Yeah. And, and I'm going to say that... Uh, third-party devices are buggy yes they are especially when they're when they're they interface with uh, you know the controller in the uas that's my concern it's not a drone sense issue it's a third-party issue and and i don't know I'm, I'm always leery of of doing that but on the flip side you have to push that data out somehow and you have to have a way to record everything. And I mean, drone sense is the best thing out there so far. Oh, absolutely. Hands down. I mean, I love the drone sense platform. I hate flying with it. Yeah. I believe you should be flying in the native app always. And that's always been my SOP. They design it. You know, if it crashes under their app, it's it's on them. You know what I mean? Third party apps, like you said, they're buggy. They don't have the same, you know, yeah, availability. Same features aren't there. However, drone sense as a platform is it, it works. It really is. Um, yeah, absolutely. But I'm I'm a big person for my control app. I I as I always push. You know, I fly through DJI, fly through DJI, start up in DJI, then switch over to Drone Sense once you know everything's working. Uh -huh. You know what I mean? Um, and that might be a problem with these with these modules because sometimes when they roll out updates or whatever, there are issues. You know and. Yeah. If they're not corrected now, you have no way to control this this wow. piece of equipment wow. that you have now because the LTE module is installed. Yeah, yeah. It, it's also a, a, another issue, and we've we've come across it. Um, is uh, you have to kind of read your environment, and if you're doing close quarter interior flight, to go with um, like a, a third party like like drone sense to operate out of, can cause some issues with your maneuverability. Correct. As the cellular connectivity or the cellular package drop off, your cell phone signal strength, you're going to see a, a delay in the video response on the controller. And um, in a situation like interior flight, yeah. you, don't have the op you don't have a, the, the option to yeah. um, to have a, a delay in, in how you handle uh no, yeah, you need you need everything to be nanosecond. You know, sometimes you get those little a little pixelation here or there can make a break in operation. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, with that being said, I'm not knocking drone sense as as a platform. No. I just think no. that as a control app, you should probably on a risky flight be flying in the native control app. Yeah, yeah. unless there's a need to be operating in drone sense. Um, but I'll give you a perfect example. Yesterday, as a matter of fact, we had to do a, a run over for a water rescue person in the water. We got eyes on the person. We lit the person up using an M30 in the spotlight. 
uh, on top of the M30. And then once we got everything working where it was working, needed to be working, we were stable, we were in the air, we had units on scene that were assisting the removal of the person from the water, then we were able to switch into drone sets. Because if, let's say, we needed to maneuver, the light needed to get altered or switched or whatever, we would lose that functionality of that that payload if we altered into drone sense. Yeah. Um, it's not the, the end of the world if we, at that point, the units were already there. But let's say we, we go to in drone sense and now we lose the functionality of that light and we lose where the person went under if they did go under. That's something that could happen. So we waited until, you know, the very last second to switch over into that operating platform. But it works. Yeah. You know, we haven't had, you know, besides minor issues, we haven't had any. Yeah, it's usually usually happens with an update. Catastrophic failures, as we like to call them. Yeah. Yeah. Due to drone sense. That usually happens when there's a push of uh, an update by by the manufacturer of the drone and and. You know, there's always a, a a delay in kind of reading what that update is, and, and yeah, and getting that stuff out. Yeah, but I'd, I'd like to see how how this. Um, let me call it a firewall because I don't know. But, <laughs> it sounds cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how 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 it plays when there are like um, certain issues that are presented, like um, unlocks. All right. How's that going to work with receiving a token? You know? Yeah. I, so I, I your unlock. What happens in, well, if you're in a, an area that doesn't have self-service, 4G, 5G cell service, well, then it's, it won't work. It won't work at all. It won't work at all. So no. when you're looking at hurricane response or anything like that, it's unless, no. you, unless you have towers set up, you know, to so network. Towers don't normally arrive until like a week later. Until after, until well after the incident when you should be there and, and flying effectively. Yeah, but that's that's all done well before that week <laughs> where the towers yeah, arrive. Yeah. So yeah, it's definitely it's definitely gonna be tricky. However, what they decided to do with theirs, which I mean everybody can see it coming, was they went with ATT first net, uh yeah. prioritizes the network. So if there is a, a little bit of cell coverage. Until he's not going to be able to call her dog, but you'll be able to operate your drone. Um, however, if there if you don't have it, you don't have it. Yeah. Um, so I could see that being an issue. I could see unlocks being an issue, especially in uh, you know certain environments, um, like you know things that are locked out by like airports and stuff like that, where you could still operate, like you're still legally allowed to fly. But DJI software is kind of blocking you out because you're, you know, in the glide path of a potential plane. Yeah. Well, if if drone sense's primary function for for this LTE device is is for um, DFR, well, then then they're good. They're I think gonna... that's why I think they rolled it out as yeah. as more of a DFR platform. I know that it fits on top of the M30, and the M30 still fits inside the box. Hint, hint. So <laughs> the, uh, the DJI dock, whatever you want to call it, I just call it the drone in the box. Yeah. But um, I think it was designed with that purpose in mind, where you'd be able to go onto the operations hub, type in, you know, 210 Main Street, and the drone will take up, go over there and hold its position over in that area. It will allow yeah. you to get eyes on target. Yeah. And, and I, I don't I don't think that whole blue UAS thing it was was on the 
so much on the radar for them, but it might allow it with certain departments or agencies if they say, well, we want a device on there to kind of separate how that data is being pushed out. Um, Correct. And if if that does eliminate that, um, the command and control of the aircraft via radio, which is one of the main concerns, um, the way the ban is written uh, for Florida, now Arkansas, which is, yeah. that's a whole nother podcast. With that whole ban, it's worded on the components yeah. inside the aircraft, which no, this does not replace that. So I know, like, like, well, like I said earlier, in, unless, right it, unless that ban is now tweaked and written differently, this doesn't apply. So Correct. It will not apply. Um, that ban has to be tweaked and written differently. However, I don't think that they're going to tweak and rewrite that that ban. I think it's gonna stay as is. Um, it was a tough piece of legislation that came down. Friday night. Don't think that <laughs> Friday night piece of legislation that came down. Yeah, it, it was like, okay, um, you got until uh, like tomorrow by noon to, yeah. <laughs> to figure this out. Um, but whatever, whatever the case may be, that drone sense module is not gonna be applicable in certain states. Yeah. Um, and if they all take suit on this, then DroneSense just developed an LTE module to work with a specific company that nobody's going to be able to use. And DroneSense will in, almost essentially lose <laughs> a ton of money on the developing the concept and everything else and integrating it. Well, for public safety, but there's no reason why it can't be used for it could be used. It could be used in a million things, but yeah. I had the luxury of chatting with many people from Drone Sense, and their main, you know, client base is public safety. Yeah. It makes up the vast majority of, you know, their um, their thing. There are some corporations in there, but the corporations that are that are in Drone Sense are normally like insurance related, oh. um, and they're oh. normally operating in disaster areas. So, all right. But that doesn't necessarily mean that insurance agency, if they're in one of these areas, we'll say Florida, they can't use the same equipment either. Yeah. So they're going to have to switch their platforms. All right. So we'll see. Either way, I'm excited. I mean, I used uh, the Paradinafi AI, which comes with LTE connectivity, and I see a major difference between regular stick control and when it switches over to to the 4g okay so it'll go out quite a ways everything will be kind of sluggish um in the video feed and then it switches out it switches over and it's like like it was, like it was 10 feet away from me wow um, okay so and that i've had it out you know far yeah far yeah. far far far, far. <laughs> like like beyond visual line of sight times 10 in testing and basically, you know, put it down on the ground and drove around. And I wound up, you know, almost 12 miles away in my car with this thing powered on in the house. And you would never know that, you know, I was 12 miles away from it inside. So there is a lot of, and that's only 4g. Um, The 5g is a little bit faster. So it's more, better picture more signal etc cetera, etc cetera, but it lacks in the build out from the yeah. you know the companies that have it so, so this so this fits into the whole drone as a first responder play that's what i think it is i think it's oh. more of the drone as a first responder play it might that's work metropolis urban environment city environment things like that yeah 
Uh, yeah, that's where I see it happening. Um, that's where I see it living. Either way, it's a big deal because it's it's now going to give new life to an aircraft that you know might need to be repurposed. Yeah. Um, it also will add the capabilities and or extend the capabilities of these. And you know, starting a drone first responder platform, and you sign up with a company like DroneSense, they have every tool that you need to run the entire program in one operations hub, which is fantastic. I mean, it comes at a fairly, you know, significant price point, but even um, to be honest with you, even at the price of what, you know, they're paying for it. And I think it's a steal, you know, because realistically it's, it's a purpose built all in one type platform. And now if they add those capabilities where you can sit at your desk and, you know, watch YouTube and, or fly your drone, Who's better than you? I'm working on putting a Connex box in my backyard. Work from Excellent. there. Excellent. Excellent. Like drone flying? <laughs> Is that what it's going to be for? Yeah, what? yeah, sure. Why not? I'm going to try yeah. and push it. You know? Sounds fantastic. <laughs> All right. So uh, Drone Sense is new onboard. Uh, I call it Firewall. You're calling it? LTE module. LTE module. I mean, that sounds a little tech. It, it, does, it does have, I don't know if it has a firewall in it, but I know it's encrypted. 256 encrypted. Um, on the side. So, I mean, at least your data secure. Yeah. It's out there. I'd like to keep on looking into it to see what it's all about. But, yeah. uh, yeah, for, it's not for, the first for, time that it's been done. Um, no. there are the companies that tried, but they're not nearly as big as drone sense. I mean, I've yeah. literally flown an M300 in Australia and I was sitting in New York Yeah, and it was like real time. You know, I was able to see everything. I was able to play with the camera, do, do everything uh-huh. across the board. So it exists. Um, and, it's going to be around for a while. Next step. Next step. Next phase. Right. So that wraps up another one, right? Another edition of Props Public Safety Podcast. All right. I'm John Wakey. And I'm Mike Wall. Stay safe. Fly safe. <laughs> we'll see you on the next one. See you on the next one. Thanks for joining us at the Props Public Safety Podcast. If you want to take flight with our hosts and learn more about our public safety education program, Go to propsflightschool.com and click the public safety button.